to Lone Star Lending Leaders. My name is Elena Gardner. I'm going to be taking over for Jim this week. My guest this week is going to be Shana uh, Staggerwall. She is the owner and founder of Modern Driven Media uh, in Philadelphia, a content marketing and uh, CRM implementation firm. And I'll, I've worked with her in the past on social media. She's honestly a wonderful person. Um, so thank you so much, Shana, for taking the time to join us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I always like to start these off by just kind of asking a little bit about how you started your company. I know you guys started back in 2015, so you're in year seven, and you were also part of the uh, Philadelphia 100 with us this year. Yes, yes. So we uh, started the agency off. It was, I feel like, like many entrepreneurs, it it was almost like an accident how it started. Um, so I was approached by you know people that were in my network. They knew I had gone to school uh, for marketing. I had a concentration in social media. So they were like, listen, we need to hire someone. And we just, we don't know what to look for. We don't know if someone's going to be like pulling the blinds over. Um, so, you know, what should we pay attention to? And I basically put together a proposal, said, why not? have me do this for you and why don't we do this for more than just the businesses that we're talking about now and that was kind of how the agency came about that was you know back in 2015 and it was very you know humble beginnings trying to figure out who we wanted to work with you know where our areas of, special, uh, of specialization were um so really over the past two years, we actually divided our business into two different divisions. So we have our creative division, which has always been our bread and butter. You know, social media obviously is a main focus there, but we do a lot of content marketing. Um, so everything from email marketing to website and SEO work um, to, you know, development of like content marketing initiatives, things along those lines. But then we also have a technical division, which focuses on CRM implementation, um, some marketing, sales automation, and different things like that. So we like to say our strategies intersect at or are connected to the intersection of creativity and data. So that's where we come up with our best part. Yeah. And I, I really think that some of the best uh, marketing techniques really use uh, data to drive their, their creative, right? Uh, mm -hmm. When you're, you can very much do this like blind marketing technique of like, oh, this post got a lot of likes, but is that type of content consistently getting the engagement that you want, the reach that you want? It's so important to really look that over um, and make sure that you know what you're doing is actually working, right? Absolutely. And I think the data, that's what makes everything digital so powerful, right? So if mm -hmm. you look at traditional marketing, right? You know, you put up a billboard, you put up a, you know, a radio spot, you put up a TV spot. And it was almost like one of those things where it's, you know, it's done and it's going to run for mm -hmm. the amount of time that you have it set for. There's very little like changes that you can make in real time. So when digital comes over, you know, we're looking at social, we're looking at websites, things like that. You have the ability to react in real time and whether that is doubling down on a strategy because you see you're getting results and maybe you want to put more ad dollars into something because you want to see those results go up. 
Maybe you realize, hey, you know what? You're not getting the results that you had anticipated. So what do you need to do to tweak slightly and do some of those A-B tests which show you, okay, you know what? This element of the strategy is performing better. So let's, you know, manipulate this and then you manipulate another thing. So without, you know, those data points, you really are just doing a shot in the dark. And, you know, it's at this point with all of the tools and technology that we have, um, especially in the digital realm, it's a disadvantage if you're not, you know, actively looking at all of those measurements and really deciding if they're helping or hurting you. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think, you know, there's kind of this shift in a lot of ways, right? There are still benefits to print media, Um, But honestly, I haven't yet worked in a place that has a huge emphasis on it, right? And if it it is uh, traditional content creation, right, we're talking about article placements on a website that we can have some sort of analytics for Mm -hmm. um, and creating that organic content that can be really hard to develop. And, you know, thought leadership is something that I think is becoming more and more important because people are wanting to interact with brands on a more personal level. And something I know... um, I saw in your LinkedIn bio was you're not looking at a B2B or a B2C connection, but you're more looking at that, you know, human to human connection when we're talking Mm -hmm. about creating content. Um, How do you guys kind of address that within your creative team and convince your clients, honestly, I feel like the harder sell that this type of marketing works? Yeah, I I think that's always the biggest challenge we go into initial introductory conversations, right, Mm -hmm. is emphasizing the value of content because content, it takes time, it takes energy and it's not an immediate, you know, response. Oftentimes you're building content for months and months and months. And it's that, you know, it's, it's the momentum that you're building that really helped to emphasize just how strong your thought leadership opportunities are. And, you know, when you're looking at thought leadership, Whatever your business is, you have competition within your industry. You have competition within your space. So how do you really come forward and not sell directly to a person, but provide them with some type of value, whether that's educational, um, whether that's helping them just direct them in a certain way? It could be entertaining, right? But these are things that are going to help you stand out from your competition. But more importantly, it's going to help you start a relationship and start a conversation without you know, going into that sales lead right from the start. And that's important because people have so many options now. If they don't feel like it's a genuine responsibility that they have, if they don't feel like it's a genuine connection, then they don't feel responsible to you to buy your product over your competition. Oh, 100%. I think it's something that we're seeing more and more. And especially, you know, we're kind of at this very exciting phase where we're just now starting to see the results of our content marketing, right? We yes. started an aggressive car- content marketing campaign about six to eight months ago, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden you're like starting to see those bigger leads, those bigger names that are coming in and saying, oh, we see you everywhere. And yep. I think it's really hard sometimes to convince senior leadership that they need to wait for those results, right? Because sure. they see this big spend with an agency, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hey, where are our results? Why aren't they happening now? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And we, we talk about everything with digital, right? Like you have the ability to move in real time and, and be flexible and make those transitions. But that doesn't mean your those results are going to happen instantaneously. And, it, you know, it's reputation, right? So yeah. it, it takes, you know, forever to build up a reputation. It only takes 
one one minute to destroy it, right? (laughs) We all know that, but it is something people need to look at it. Most importantly, it's an investment. Yeah. Right. It is an investment. If you're looking for the short term wins, if you're looking for the quick results, content marketing is not is not going to fit their expectations. It really needs to be pitched as an investment that's going to pay off in the long run because all of that content that it is that you're building, that's fueling everything that every that people are able to see. And they're able to come in at different touch points, at different mm-hmm. topics. But all across the board, the more content that you have, the, the more of an expert you are within your industry, the more... Um, you know, the, the more conversation you're engaging with, with your target audience. So, you know, when it comes to that content marketing strategy, like looking back at your initial question, you really have to understand who who your audience is, what it is they're most interested in, what challenges they're having, what problems they need solved, and then speak to that because that's really where the value lies is when you're able to, you know, provide something uh, of subsidence to those people that are most important to your business. Yeah, I think, you know, it's something that we've been trying to produce a lot of. It's the reason we produce this podcast. It's the reason Mm -hmm. we do a lot of the things that we do, right, is to provide value to not only the people that are currently our decision makers, but are also our future decision makers. I think a lot of times in B2B, we're looking at these huge contracts, right? So it almost feels counterproductive to put out this content, right, when you're looking at a 12-month or two-year sales cycle, because yep. you're like, oh, well, it's going to take me so long to reap those benefits. But really content marketing is investing in yourself for the future um, yes. versus and creating a brand that people don't want to mute. Right. I think that's mm-hmm. a lot of it, too. I'll, you know, we're shouting into the void, especially on social, because there's just so, yes. so much. Um, and I think a lot of us want to just get that quick and easy sale. I think I, I was mm-hmm. this way, especially when I was a young salesperson, it was just kind of like what business can you give me? How can I, you know, how can we make a business relationship? And I think a lot of us, you know, are still in that mindset. It's kind of shifting to that. Let's just create relationships and see what happens. Absolutely. You know, I think that's one, I love like the, the whole concept of how, how do we not become muted? Like that is, that's, it's so true because there's so much out there, you know, it's, it's a noisy, noisy place. So that's why focusing on who your audience is, speaking to their challenges, and knowing that it is about that relationship. It's not always about those quick wins. However, what I will say is oftentimes content marketing, when done appropriately, can potentially help to scale some of those conversations, right? Because if you're Mm -hmm. developing all this content, you have all of these resources where it's like, oh, you know what? Here, we have, you know, this video that we created that, you know, talks about the importance of this, more than happy to review it with you. But like having those resources are monumental to some of these conversations because they know, oh, wow, you guys have already, like, you must be answering this question all the time. So I'm confident that you could do this for me. But then even looking at, you know, case studies, right? Or maybe it's testimonials or different things along those lines that are really key elements within your sales process you know, as much as you're building content for your end users, that also needs to align with the conversations that you're having, right? Because it's going to help move those conversations forward. Yeah. And it's so important, I think, to create content with your sales team in mind, right? How can you make your sales team seem like, a lot of times our sales teams aren't the experts, right? Mm -hmm, Especially mm -hmm. when we're talking, you know, 
uh, about technology or even mm-hmm. in the mortgage process, right? Uh, like, for example, I am not the person that knows all everything about fees for our company. Sure. Right? <laughs> like, I am not that person. I have people that do that, but I, I have to be in a position where I know what I'm talking about. And so much of that is the marketing that we've created is pieces of content that we can send along the buyer journey. Um, And I think that translates really well as well to, you know, when we talk about these bigger B2C purchases, um, you know, at the end of the day, our clients are are mortgage lenders, right? So they have LOs that have to create mortgage content. And I think we've seen a really interesting, uh, I'm sure everyone's seen the LO that's on their Instagram reels or their TikTok at this point. Um, And I think it's really interesting. How do you see companies kind of help create an environment that they're, if, if we're talking about like an individual end user or salespeople, right, that they can use creatively to connect, make their own business network? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it comes with experimentation, right? And if we're looking at, you know, there's so many different ways to create content, right? You mm-hmm. just like, is it reels? Is it podcasts? Is it website articles? Is it like downloadable pieces of paper that you can send within an email? And I think when it looks to becoming creative, I feel like sometimes people are so focused on making it perfect that they're, they're not even moving the wheels, right? They, they're, they're, it's analysis paralysis in that. And I think so much more of it is about documentation and what it is like the way that we're doing this right now, right? It's a conversation. Let's get a lot of valuable content out there and then think of ways that you can then, you know, distribute and cut this and make it into creative ways that people want to see. But I feel like oftentimes, you know, especially we we get asked all the time about video. Well, we can't afford a video production team. I was like, this is valuable, right? Like you have this now and people aren't necessarily looking for, you know, this, this top notch, you know, quality of video. They're looking for the quality of the content that they're getting out of this video. Um, you know, so just looking in like general terms, don't be afraid to experiment. Um, I also will say, you know, don't necessarily waste your time where your audience isn't right. There's always so Mm -hmm. much that you can do. Um, and people feel like they need to be everywhere. And I think it's great to be everywhere if you have the resources, right? If you are a one man show and you're looking to just build up your reputation, you know, it's, it's very difficult to be everywhere. Well, right. I would rather see people double down in on one platform, doing one thing and absolutely crushing the market at it rather than, you know, just being eh, visible, not, not even consistently, but like, Hey, I'm here across all, but people aren't necessarily getting the the consistency or the value out of all that. Double down yeah. in where you want, experiment, um, and just be mindful. Again, always coming back to your audience because if they're not there, then it's probably not a good use of your time. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, for example, you'll never catch us on TikTok ever. Mm-hmm. TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram, not us. It just yep. doesn't It doesn't make sense for a lot of B2B to be that way. But on the mm-hmm. other hand, you have some of these amazing TikTok stars. And I think for you know, loan officers in the mortgage industry, places like TikTok and Instagram are fantastic mm-hmm. sales resources. Um, yes. Especially if your target market is millennials and Gen Z, right? Sure. Um, and even some Gen X, really, you know, you're, you do find those users there. Um, and you know, it's funny because we're talking about like mortgages and things like that, right? Like it's like on the, on the other side of the industry, like realtors, right? Like perfect mm-hmm. for that. 
to be on TikTok, right? Because it's like they're looking to, you know, sell something very, very visual in that sense. So it's like, it's funny how it can even be in like similar industries and you can be partnered with different peoples, but because your audience is different, it's going to be different. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I think it's definitely something that the more freedom, and I think this is a hard thing because you can very much get trapped in this, right? Of mm-hmm. How do you protect your brand while also fostering creativity with yes. your salespeople, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's, it is scary as someone who owns a brand or has management of a brand to go and say, okay, do what you want with it now. Right. And guidelines are your friends, you know, giving people some, some motivation. Um, but you know what, I think guidelines too, as much as like some people like look at oh rules, guidelines, that, that stunts creativity, oftentimes it actually gives them that launch board that they need to just try something, right? Because they, it's not like the world is their oyster. It's like, hey, live right in here. Like these are the things that we know are going to work. These are the things that we know are valuable. Try this. And again, it comes back to that analysis paralysis because you think about it. I mean, there's so much, you know, you go on social media and you have all these social media gurus on there, like do this, do that, do, you know what I mean? Sometimes they do need a little bit of structure to really bring out something that's, that's a value. So I will say from, you know, working with brands, like you said, taking ownership of a brand, but then empowering a team, um, even I'm, you and I have worked on this together before empowering influencers to also fit your brand. Like there needs to be some structure there for it to be done successfully. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely a scary thing, but also can be so valuable for yourself. I think, especially Mm -hmm. in today's day and age, people are really going away from that idea of, you know, a one, a traditional salesperson, right. With the addition of SaaS offerings and more do it yourself, Mm -hmm. just buy it online sort of solutions. Right. Um, But then when we're talking about salespeople, people don't want to work with salespeople that are just there to sell them a product, right? They want to work with people that will provide value from the beginning of the sales process. And I think it's really interesting to try and create that network Mm -hmm. um, as a manager, as well as a marketing team, right? Your marketing team is at the end of the day, they're to support your sales team, right? Um, Mm -hmm. In a large way. And I think so many people get caught up in kind of creating two different, um, two different divisions, right? So you've got yes. your sales team and your marketing team and they never talk mm-hmm. to each other and there's no communication there. Um, have you seen any companies do that really well um, over the years of just kind of creating mm-hmm. that true collaboration uh, between the sales and marketing side? So both sides benefit, right? Yes, yes. Because I mean, that's that's typically one of the biggest issues that you have coming into it, right? Sales are worried about dollars generated. They don't care how it's done. They just need good leads coming in. Right. Mm -hmm. And the marketing team's like, Hey, we're giving you good leads and you're just not selling it. Right. It's always the pointing of the fingers when it comes Mm -hmm. to trying to blend sales and marketing. And I think it's because to your point, those have always traditionally been different divisions where there hasn't been a unified leadership within both sales and with marketing. But now, I mean, you always hear some of these new flashy terms come up. And I think one of the big ones in our industry is revenue ops now, right? Where it really brings in sales and marketing to help to produce revenue. 
it starts with having unified goals, right? When you have a sales team that's worried about one element and a marketing team that's worried about something different, you're always going to be on two different planes, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're able to bring things together, if you're able to understand, hey, this is what the sales team is challenged by, this is what the marketing team is challenged by, and then start to build out a plan that helps to achieve both goals, that's really when people understand, okay, this is how we're all one team together, not working against two different ones. But again, if you don't have those unified goals and it's even more so than unified goals, they don't understand the goals of each other's divisions, right? Like when there's no communication there, that's when it's just a recipe for disaster. But once you bring those teams together and they can really understand, oh, wow. Okay. Well, I didn't know that you weren't closing anything because these aren't good leads. Well, how is we, we as marketers, how can we, you know, better define our audience to get better leads? Or how do we change a form on a website to add in another qualification, you know, element, right? You know, there's so many different things that it's the lack of, of transparency that really starts to, um, lead to more frustration. So, you know, I've seen a lot of teams that have done this really, really well, where they look at the life cycle of a client together as a, as a marketing and sales organization together, they start to plan out what the topics of conversation are all the way throughout this life cycle, even going beyond, you know, when they first become a customer, because how do you obtain a customer? How do you make them someone who wants to promote your brand and, you know, talk about your brand and things like that. And it's when you look at that together, that's how these teams are going to be able to, to support one another rather than just butt heads. I think it's definitely, you know, I think everyone's worked with the, the press person or the marketing team that doesn't necessarily have the same goals sure. as sales. And I think it's definitely something that's just so important to create that shared goal. And those, Mm -hmm. you know, those shared um, milestones even, right? Mm -hmm. Of like, how do we get there? Mm -hmm. Um, 100%. Yeah. So I think kind of to to wrap up, um, would you mind just telling me a little bit about what is in your your future plans and uh, where, you know, you see yourself going? Sure. In 2022. (laughs) Yeah. Things with us. So, I mean, with, Modern, our agency, we have really been doubling down on how we can be an asset. You know, we partner with uh, a CRM platform called HubSpot, which many people may be familiar with, other people are not. Um, But where we've really found the most success that we're continuing on with this year is making sure that we have the tools and the technology to scale everything that we're doing from a content Mm -hmm. perspective. So when we're able to put all of these things together, working in one way that helps make the process more efficient, then that's really where we're able to find um, just a lot of opportunity for our clients. So, uh, but from a social perspective, we're working on a lot of fun things currently. Uh, We have a few new team members that are coming in, really spicing up what it is that we've done in the past that we're really excited to launch that along with a new website that is much needed. But um, so there's a bunch of exciting things coming up for us. Um, And yeah, just really excited to continue being a a resource to all people that are looking at how they can expand their digital brand, um, you know, in a way that, you know, helps them actually grow as a business, not just some of those fluff metrics like you talked about earlier. 
A hundred percent. And the last question that we'd like to ask all of our guests is what gets you out of bed in the morning as a business owner and as a marketing leader? You know, that's such a good one. And I think, I think it changes from time to time, but at the core, it's our clients, right? Um, We've been blessed to work with really great groups of people and we, you know, when we're going through and we're looking at who it is that we're going to partner with, it always comes down to the relationship. Like we talked about relationship, you know, with content and things along those lines, but really if you have the transparency uh, and the eagerness together as two organizations coming into one, there's just so much opportunity there. So to be able to be that partner for our clients and really work towards some of their goals, I think it's those relationships that keep us coming back together, uh, you know, each day as a team. But from my perspective as the business owner, it's also looking at what those relationships are like internal with our organization. And, you know, we have some very, very talented people on our team. Um, but more importantly, they're just good human beings. So yeah. being able to provide them an environment where they can thrive and they can really succeed um, is something that's really top of mind for me. So, you know, it's all comes so it's it's I'm very blessed awesome well thank you so much for joining me today um of course people can find you uh on LinkedIn as yes. well as uh on your website moderndrivenmedia.com I'm assuming correct uh, is there yes. any anything else that I'm missing social tag wise for you um so you can check out definitely LinkedIn is a great one uh get us on Instagram at moderndrivenmedia.com or excuse me at moderndriven um and check out our website. We're coming out with something new, which is going to be very, very exciting. So um, we'll have some really good opportunities there. And we have a lot of great content resources up there for people to learn more about what it is that we do as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure.